One of my mantras is always be looking out for opportunities. Um, a great friend of mine who's a, a very successful businessman always said to me that, you know, your, your, net, your net worth is related to your network. So if there's opportunities with people around, always take them if at all possible. And um, the other day I was on um, on LinkedIn and, and someone had shared a, a particular post and uh, was also saying, we're looking for contributors to our our blog. And this is in the recruitment field. And I thought, oh, I can do that. I, uh, <laughs> Denise, never one to, uh, to to shy away from writing content or recording podcasts, as, you, as you, I'm sure you've worked out. Anyway, I, I uh, emailed the guy in question and uh, introduced myself because I thought he might not know me. And uh, it was quite amusing when he wrote back and he said, um, he said, I thought it was really funny that you actually felt that you needed to introduce yourself. He said, you are so well known, which um, I'm not quite sure whether to take that as a positive or a negative, but I'm taking it as a positive. And that's because I work on becoming um, someone that is known in the sector as uh, an individual, uh, along with Sharon, obviously, of course, that can help people with the marketing. So that helps in gaining a lot of revenue and business. And the great thing is that that opportunity is available for all of us, especially when you work in a uh, an environment like recruitment, where careers and people development and relationships are the name of the game. So I'm going to give you some ideas on how to become an authority in your sector. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise Oyston from Superfast Recruitment with the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales podcast. And today we're going to talk about authority marketing. And before we do that, if you have, uh, as if you've just found us on iTunes, what a miracle that would be. <laughs> I know when I look for things, I can never find them. However, um, we, we have a lot of people that uh, listen to this podcast and thank you for that. And um, please don't be shy and give us a shout out and leave a review. We would love it. Um, obviously, you could listen to this on iTunes. If you head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk, that's superfast and recruitment and all of that is one word. Just type it into the search engines and as if by magic it'll appear. And you can actually download the podcast and we have a transcription of this too. And if you want help with your uh, marketing, your recruitment organisation or staffing um, firm, then uh, then get in contact because we can help you. So how to become an authority, the go-to person in your recruiting sector? Well, authority marketing, um, thought leadership, that was the trendy word about four or five years ago, maybe even five or six years ago, or authority positioning. They all virtually mean the same. But, you know, let's just think about 
what is the relevance for authority positioning for you as a recruitment organization and uh, how does this all link into your you know marketing plan so if you google thought leadership uh, the many many definitions but as you know I'm a very practical girl let's keep it practical so a thought leader is basically an an individual that's recognized as an authority in a specialized field and whose expertise is sought after and rewarded, hopefully with cash. Um, fundamentally, you know, a thought leader is somebody that you would go to. So often we get a lot of people come to us specifically around marketing and content, especially um, if they're wanting to, um, you know, write copy for the website or, or, or whatever. Then we get lots of people that come to us about that because we are considered experts in that and obviously also consultants in the field as well. So that's what the concept is all about. I mean, it's not new. Um, apparently, thought leadership was first mentioned in uh, in the Oxford English Dictionary um, in 1887. So you know, uh, it's uh, it's been around for a long time. But the good news about thought leadership in today's online world is anybody can be a thought leader. And it can be mere mortals like you and I can also be thought leaders because the important thing to remember is you don't need to be a global superstar to make this work. You just need to be a star in your local uh, sector or your, your industry sphere. That's all you need to be. And that will make a huge difference to you. Um, you know, so authority marketing, thought leadership, it can take on... Um, you know, different, um, I, sus- I suppose, different elements, really. Um, and it's it's really knowing uh, for you as an authority in the recruitment sector, it's like, what is, what's your unique take on hot topics relevant for your candidates and clients? And that is, that is key to standing out. And there's one really, really important thing here. Being a thought leader really only happens when you are answering the questions. And we've talked about this before, when you're answering the questions in your candidate and client's mind. What's going on in their head? What are the solutions that they're looking for? That is so key. And also talent that wants to join your organisation as well. It's about what is your take? How are you actually, you know, um, determining what's important to your clients and candidates? And how do you actually answer them? Because, you know, let's get real here. The way that you answer their questions is going to anoint you as an expert or it's going to say, you know, this this person is a pile of pants. They really don't know what they're talking about. That's why it uh, that's why it's important. So, you know, why does it matter? Well, thought leadership, it's important in the business to business environment, particularly when you consider the placement fees that are at stake. So like, let's just let's be real about it. A good search consultant can command, you know, fees of 20, 30 in some cases, I've heard of 40%. Um, then, you know, stay tuned because I'm going to talk a little bit more about this. You know, being blunt, potential clients can justify in their mind paying a higher recruiting fee when they experience a um, a recruitment professional that basically is dominant in their sector, is the go-to person. Because then the, it sets up this unconscious connection for us that, Ah, well, they must have that. They must be the sort of person, uh, people that we 
should work with. That's how it works. You know, one of our own clients commented that his clients often referred to the fact that he was all over LinkedIn. And the way that he did this was through content, which we'll come on to, you know, his social media, his, his blogs, all that sort of thing. Um, now, let me explain a little bit more about how you can take this into, put this into action. But before, before I do that, let me just um, make it clear that, you know, thought leadership does not happen overnight. You know, obviously the, the, the various activities that you can, you can um, get involved in are going, to, are going to produce results faster than you might expect. However, don't just think that this happens overnight. Like anything in marketing, it needs testing and it takes work. So before I get into, you know, different things that you can do to get results, let me just clarify what some of the benefits are, because I know some people are a touch shy and say, oh, I haven't got time to do this, Denise, need to get on the phone, need to do this, need to do that. The thing about it is you become an authority. And then when you do pick that phone up, you become um, you become the trusted advisor. So benefits of thought leadership is all around your brand recognition and your placement as an expert in the market. So, you know, you communicate your thought leadership, um, your authority position, you become part of the conversation very early on for individuals. You know, uh, it allows candidates and clients to also get to know you. Uh, it's quite interesting when often when we talk to people, um, <laughs> I feel like a bit of a super rock star, superstar, because I say, oh, I've listened to you for so long and now I'm actually talking to you on the, on the phone, which is fabulous. Strokes my ego no end. However, all I'm doing is I'm sitting here in the office with my road podcaster in front of me and a few notes of the key things that I want to say um, to actually add some value. And that is helping people. So people, you know, they're, they're forming a connection with me across the airways that says, oh, this this woman understands marketing, especially in the recruitment sector, because, you know, content, thought leadership, it's all around uh, that. That's the outcome of content marketing. You know that we bang on about content marketing all the time. And it's basically to get you out there and um to help you dominate the market that you're in and become the go-to person. Very, very simple. You know, because by creating content, by sharing content, you're in front of everybody. And, and this process enables you to become more of a social business. I'm doing the old fingers here, as you can just tell. Um, more social business, which is important because, you know, in today's environment, we are surrounded by uh, millennials, by the Gen Z people that are coming along. It's all about connection for them. It's all about the conversation. And by doing, you know, by, by having a, a thought through strategy, it's going to make a, a huge difference. So let's get into 10 ways and where you can actually start to get this uh, this moving for you. Now, obviously, you guys know that we've been working with recruitment companies for many, many years now. So reverse engineering what, what actually works in the recruitment sector. We've come up with sort of 10 basic strategies to, to start with. So number one is, um, I like to call it laying the ground rules of foundations, and that's around restructuring your existing social media profiles. Some profiles I see are shocking. <laughs> They'll have a, a, a pixelated image on them that, that, that's very 1980s, 
and they're just not really thought through. Um, honestly, it does not take a lot to get a really good social media profile. Um, you know, get get your web designer to create something. You know, this is your brand presence. You know, if if you are, I always talk about alignment. And if you are aligned with your brand and what you want to, we'll do another podcast on this another time. But, you know, um, if you are wanting to bring in people on a 20 percent fee and let's just say you're thinking, oh, you know, it'd be great if, you know, bringing fees of like 12, 15 grand. And and yet you are whinging about spending 50 pounds on a banner, a really good banner on your Facebook page. You need to get over yourself and you think about this because it's about, you know, what what signal are you sending out to people that you're, you're not willing to spend money on that? So it's about updating your profiles, making sure you've got your phone numbers on there and making sure that they are alive, <laughs> that things are going down your channel about you and your opinions and you're sending people back to your content and you're sharing images and you're talking about things and you're sharing, you know, um, content that is relevant and is going to make a difference for people. So that is number one, you know, get your social profiling sent out because that is um, for for some of you, if you've not downloaded the content marketing um, ultimate guide that we have, then email support at Superfast Recruitment and Pat or Julie will send that over to you. And, uh, you know, have a look on there and you can see the difference that it makes because in there we talk about the content marketing matrix and one of the key areas to start building engagement is around social media. Uh, the second thing is, um, I'm going to say it again, even though I've said it loads of times before, is have a blog on your website. A blog is a dynamic page. It's like your news page or your blog page where you can post content really, really easily. It gets shared. You can share it around people. You can drive people to it. You know, it's really interesting because, you know, blog stroke news, the way that it's been set up in our minds is we automatically make an assumption that anyone is posting something on there is an expert in their field. Now, irrelevant that you might post some content or you might employ somebody like Sharon and I to write content for you, doesn't matter. Um, You are writing content that's adding value to your audience, which therefore elevates you in their uh, in their mind. Now, this is mega, mega important. And it's a real ninja tip and people forget is identify all the questions your customers are asking and then prioritize them. And then what you need to do is you need to answer them. So this is three and four combined. Now, I am absolutely certain that you get questions every day of the week and make a note of them, because if people are asking you these questions and you then start to supply the answer again, you really elevate yourself in their minds. One of the things that we do, because obviously we run a number of programs, we have our VIP clients in our dominated sector in a circle, they ask a question, I'm always scribbling fran- frantically, I was on a on a call with, with one of the guys um, actually um, at lunchtime and I've got copious notes of things that you know I need to be considering, things I need to be writing about new products and, and ideas and it's the same when we're with our super fast circle uh, group as well and they, you know, we have a weekly call and they ask questions and you know, I've got loads of ideas of things 
something like this has come from somebody asking uh, a question. It's exactly the same for you. And even though you think, oh, my God, somebody's asking about a CV again. Did they not really got that? Well, no, they haven't or they won't be asking a question. So write something about it or maybe have a different spin on it because that is that is huge. And a lot of people, they just don't do this now. Um, do set that as a key priority. I always say to people, you know, one of the things we do, giving away our trade secrets here, is we, we, we find out what the top 10 questions are that our our clients are being asked by their clients and their candidates. And then we write all about it. And so we're answering those questions. And do you think that elevates them as a thought leader? Absolutely, it does. So um, the other thing is to create your your content in different formats. And what's amazing is, of course, now that's so available. I'm going to give my age away here. I remember when you used to have to have a special piece of Adobe software to create a PDF or you went online and there was a free piece of software and it, it was shocking, looked awful. And um, well, of course, now with Microsoft and whatever else, you know, Google Docs or whatever, you can PDF anything you want. Um, so imagine if you've got content, you're putting it into PDFs, you're sharing it out with people, you know, you've got blogs, you know, video. I've talked about video before. I think I talked about that last week. It's going to be huge, huge, huge. And... Um, Here's the thing. Um, earlier this week, um, I was reading a, a post on Social Media Examiner about LinkedIn Live Video. We uh, unfortunately haven't got it yet, but it's going to be on your your app, uh, your LinkedIn app, which you'll probably have on your um, smartphone. And you'll soon know because they'll, they'll have a little uh, image there and it'll say like video or, or whatever that you can use. And you can do live video. Live video is mega and it would be even more so there's a lots of lots of excellent data linkedin it always seems to struggle behind platforms like like facebook and twitter and things like that um however i think it's starting to get its act together a little bit more now so you know again that is something else you know, use video there's so many things you can do with video and um you know people don't always expect ultra professional you know studio edited videos they're looking for human connection they're looking for someone to reach out to them and you know help them with with challenges that they um, that they have um the other thing is you know join industry relevant groups now i know groups on linkedin are not quite as they used to be however there's plenty of other industry groups out there you know you just google um construction forums construction groups where can i find constru- i'm using construction as an example here obviously you know go go and be a member share content with them one thing you can do imagine if there are industry groups on facebook you can go and join the group and here's a tip for you you could even go along to the group member and say how would you feel about me sharing some content in this group i've got this particular um you know, whatever it might be, piece of content around, um, into you know, handling your interview nerves, you know, would that be a value? Could I share it? You know, it's just all about getting your name out, out there makes a, makes a huge uh, difference. Now, here's something is to look at key influencers. Now, it could be key influencers in your market or if you go one removed, somebody else in a slightly different sector. What do they do to influence the market. Now, of course, obviously, you can look at your competitors. It's not saying you have to be a lookalike person. But if you stand back and look at, okay, so what are they doing? What is What do we think the outcome of their actions are? 
Um, if we could reverse engineer it, how could we actually do something like that? So it may be, you know, if you see your, uh, you know, a, a competitor or whatever doing doing Q&A on their blog, how about running then thinking, OK, well, why don't I run some Facebook lives or hopefully LinkedIn lives uh, where I can be answering questions? I'm doing something similar, but I'm putting my own my own sort of spin on it. So you can see how that can um, that can happen. You know, getting your um, content published in industry journals. Honestly, trust me, folks, this is so much easier <laughs> than you realize. If you've got some good content, um, and here's a tip as well, you know, when you use somebody like um, Sharon and I and we write content, we write really good content. It could be, say, look, you know, we've often had our clients say to us, look, um, you know, I want you to write this for us this week, but I don't want you to put it on the blog. I'm going to use this. I'm going to try and get into, uh, you know, the, the Lancaster Guardian or something like that. You know, knock yourself out. We're absolutely fine with that. That's what we do it for. Imagine if you did that. Imagine if you thought, well, OK, what, what could I do here? Could I get into an industry journal with some with some good content? You'll be astounded how many people. People are always desperate for content so you can do that now here's something for you again that might shock you is radio stations local radio stations they're always looking for the guru and the guru around how to get a job a careers you know employment statistics um if you actually approach your local radio station said look you know i've been a recruitment um we've had our recruitment organization for however long we've placed x number of candidates over the years you know we're really helping to contribute to 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 into you know to, to the local growth in this this sector um you know go and check our blog out go and check out you know social media out and uh, be more than happy to do you know any radio interviews anything that you want or even just write your weekly column um, or do a recording um you know think about the leverage you know you then become because obviously people that are on the telly and on the radio know their stuff don't they that that's the unconscious connection that we we all make with it as well so you know how about doing that um one of the things, obviously, you know, as you build your your profile, your this is number ten, by the way. Um, you will, uh, you know, you, you've got your confidence. Will it will increase and improve? And you start to make bolder claims. You say, "Well, no, I disagree with that. I don't think that's right. This is this is how it works now." And uh, you'll be able to do that because people like like people that are a little bit on the edge sometimes and oh I like them they've got a slightly different opinion on that um you know so you'd be able to do things like that and again it all makes you stand out so you can see how um when you when you listen to this recording and if you go over to the superfast recruitment website you know there's a full transcription of this as well that we've got the 10 things listed out for you then um how about you know, starting to go through things, you know, look at your social profiles, make sure you've got a blog with regular content that you're updating, you know, get some nice branded images created, you know, think about your candidates and clients, ask them questions, what are the questions that they need answering, and then you can, you can answer them, you know, share your content, you know, blogs, videos, create a podcast, 
like this, so, so, you know, um, easy to do and a great way to get your, get your message out there. And then obviously, you know, join industry groups, get yourself on the radio, um, you know, create those opportunities to get published somewhere else. And, you know, then you really will be able to anoint yourself as a, as an expert. You see the big part that content can play in this is because we're in the knowledge age and, you know, we are seen as an authority because of our knowledge. So that's a key thing to remember. And when it comes to recruitment, you know, it's a big thing, isn't it? You know, in our, in our lives, it's all about our relationships and it's about our jobs. You know, two, two key things that, that can drive us bonkers if we don't get them right. You know, and imagine if you've got somebody a recruitment organisation at the end of the phone that's either going to help you with the, your career or is really going to get you out of the, the quagmire if you have a recruiting challenge. So these are all these things to consider. So what next? Well, take action. If you want more information about um, uh, you know, how to become an authority, then we can help. I suggest you probably don't need more information. You need some hand on and holding and some consulting and some help. Then get in contact with Sharon and I. Very easy to do. Um, email us, you know, you can even email me personally and I will personally respond to you, Denise, at superfastrecruitment.co.uk and uh, I'll get back to you normally within uh, 24 hours and let's, let's have a conversation. So, ready to become an authority? I hope so. So this is Denise from Superfast Recruitment saying bye for now. Bye.